All right. So as a marketing leader, uh, you're not just doing work on channels and things like that. In fact, it's almost certain that you're not doing that sort of stuff. A large part of your ability is actually to get the job done by proving that you're delivering value already. Now, that is actually an area of marketing leadership, which many people get wrong or are ineffective at. So let's look at three quick communication errors that are killing your ability to prove the value of your work. Those three are starting with an observation without impact, importance, or insight. Number two, using passive versus active voice. And number three is giving inputs more airtime than outputs. Let's start with stating an observation without impact, importance, or insight. Now, it's extremely easy to notice something and report it, right? But all that you're doing there is you're giving metrics and not meaning. And as a marketing leader, you're expected to give the meaning and not just the metrics. The metrics are for reports, for your uh, individual contributors. The meaning of those metrics is what you need because you need to buy, you need to get buy-in from the whole organization for your work. Now, by understanding the importance of the metric that your ICs are giving to you, you can make a choice about what to do next. So an example of this would be, a, well, a bad example is traffic is up, but conversion is down. Now, that's not specific. It doesn't give you any actual insight, right? On the other hand, if I was to say to you, traffic's up, but conversion is down, indicating that there's a misalignment between our ICP's pain points and the topic of our most recent blog posts, how would you feel about that? Probably a lot better than the first one, right? Because it gives context, it gives importance and impact and insight into the actual observation that you were making in the first place. It's not just, hey, the traffic's up, conversion's down, the end. It's really important to do that. Start it with the impact, the importance, or the insight. The next communication area that you see a lot of the time is using passive versus active voice. Now, generally, you should avoid using the passive voice when reporting. In fact, if you want to improve a lot of things in your life, avoid using the passive voice. Uh, an example here of the passive voice that just grammatically, uh, so that you know what I'm talking about, if you're unfamiliar with that term, is uh, let's say um, let's say there's a diver in the sea and the there's a shark in the sea, right? And the shark decides he's hungry, so he eats the diver. Now, uh, if I was to tell you what happened there in the passive voice, I would say the diver was eaten by the shark. And that is kind of like, oh, okay, well, there's some reporting, there's some information. But the active voice would be the shark ate the diver. See, the, it switches around. Now, if you use the passive voice, it weakens the entire point that you're trying to make by removing any sense of agency from that message. The diver didn't get a choice. Uh, it was just eaten by the shark. The shark, though, if it was an active voice, it took control of that situation. It was hungry and it ate the diver. Sorry to any sharks or divers in the, in the audience here. But look, uh, make yourself or someone else the owner of any action that you're talking about rather than the benefactor or the recipient or the subject, if you, if you want to go very linguistically correct. 
and you'll see a great improvement in your ex executive communication overall. And also, this works for copywriting as well if you are dabbling or if you're having to do any kind of copy reviews. Look out for this. An, an example of your actual uh, marketing work, a bad example would be changes are being made to X, Y, and Z. Sounds, sounds like reporty, corporate-y kind of speak. On uh, the good example would be we are making changes to X, Y, and Z. You've made yourself there the person making the changes. You're showing that you're doing the work. You're showing that you're inputting. You're showing that you're creating some kind of change. So the third point is giving inputs more airtime than outputs. One of the kind of key pieces of content IP that we have at Powered by Search is a model that we call inputs, outputs, outcomes. And it's simple, right? Nobody pays you to be busy. They pay you to produce results. And it's why, as a marketing leader, you've probably ascended, because you do pr produce results. But the majority of your reports now are likely focused on what you did rather than what you produced. So that's true of juniors. It's true of seniors. It's also true sometimes of marketing leaders themselves, right? Like sometimes we do focus on what we did rather than what we produced. And in fact, this is actually the most common problem with executive communication. If you are suffering from this consistently, that was the, uh, that was the passive voice, by the way, <laughs> uh, and you've tried to change it, ask yourself this. If I can't produce results worth reporting, am I doing the right things in the first place? Let's have an example here. So a bad example, giving more airtime to inputs than outputs would be, we created five new ad campaigns this month and we refreshed 15 creatives. It's kind of boring. If you tell that to your CEO, they're gonna be like, so what? On the other hand, if you told your CEO this good example, we generated 329 new SQLs by refreshing ad creative and running new campaigns. You suddenly change, you flip the script, you change the narrative, and that can only be a good thing, right? If you want help thinking through how you are reporting and how you are framing your marketing work and how you're building your strategy around that, you should reach out and get a marketing plan. You go to poweredbysearch.com, you see a big button that says get a free marketing plan and we will help you to solve the problem that you're facing there. I'll see you next time.